Welcome to... What do you mean you don't brush it? The podcast about curly and wavy hair with me, Lauren from Love Curly Hair. And me, Dylan Bray, aka The Curl Pusher. So, Lauren. Yeah. Welcome to the first episode of the new series. Exactly, series two. How was your summer? (laughs) (laughs) Brilliant. Brilliant. Yeah, yeah. Good. Um, Lauren unusually summers during the winter months. I summer during the winter. I'm a winter person. Yeah, it was good. I feel like we only just finished recording, like, yesterday. Well, it was over a year ago. um, No. (laughs) It was. Um, So, tell me about today's episode. Let's get going. Okay, so first on the agenda today, we're tackling a big and I think quite controversial topic, is wavy hair curly? Is wavy hair curly? Then we have our product review this week, which is the Umberto Giannini Curl Jelly. Ah, it's a very popular one. Very, very popular. And next is listeners' questions or... First time listener, long time caller. And then we've also changed the name of the last segment. One cool thing. So we thought really, really long and hard about this. We've decided to call it... Stuff. We're calling it Stuff? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh. I must have missed that, mate. I thought we... (laughs) It's a cool thing that either me or Lauren have come across. It won't be the same thing. That would be... It might be. That'd be weird. And it can be related to curly hair. But it probably won't be. It won't be really. And it never has been. Hair. It never has and been. And it never will be. So, where are we going to begin? We're going to begin with, it's wavy hair curly. Okay, so talk me through this. What do you mean, is wavy hair curly? I feel like, controversial opinion, I feel like it's in the last couple of years, suddenly, been a lot of curly hair gatekeeping going on. And the idea that maybe wavy hair doesn't count as curly hair. And when people say, my curly hair, a lot of people say, oh, but it's, it's actually not curly hair, it's wavy hair. Okay. Do they have a problem with it being wavy hair? I think they do. Who do? The internet. The internet does. people. The inter- yeah. So I'm guessing it's the people who have what we would consider genuinely curly hair. I mean, I feel like there's a lot of use of just, I'm making air quotes. She just. is making air quotes. I literally am just wavy. Your hair is just wavy. So you're putting the air quotes around the word just, mm. not wavy. Yeah, because I feel like it's the word just that's the problem. Okay, so your hair's just wavy. It's not really curly, though, is it? It's just wavy, as in that it's somehow lesser. Okay, so it's lesser. I literally put, is wavy hair curly into Google, just out of interest. Just out of interest. Just, <laughs> just out of interest. And the very, very first thing that comes up is, wavy hair is not considered curly. By whom? The first website that came up. Which is what? I can't remember. Okay. I didn't write it down because I feel like I don't want to give them credit. I didn't like that. As somebody with wavy, too curly hair, you're kind of spanning all yeah. boundaries, really. Yeah. You're spanning a boundary. Can you span a boundary? <laughs> you're spanning. What are you spanning? Two uh, worlds. The, yes. The worlds are colliding oh, on your head. in each world <laughs> on my head. <laughs> so these worlds are colliding on Lauren's head. Yeah. So. Talk to us. I think that might be why I have so much beef with it. Because ah. I feel like I'm very much included in this. And I actually think my hair has become less curly. Right. She's doing air quotes again. Them again and more onto the wavy side. And was that a conscious thing on your part? Uh, no, no. No, it wasn't. But I feel like it was more spirally a few years ago, even than it is now. And I feel like it's turned a little bit wavier. Still with a couple of pieces that do kind of do the full spiral, but I would say less so. Okay. And when I started doing all the curly stuff. My main thought is don't we aren't we all on a it's a spectrum of textured hair. I mean this is 
This is one of those kind of conversations that I can imagine a lot of people having and getting very fired up about and being passionate on both sides. And I, my initial question would be, why are you having this conversation? Yes, I agree. I think this is a flaw of the human brain because we there's a propensity to put things into polar opposites. So you have straight or curly. And this is even how we teach kids language. Yeah. We go, what is the opposite of dog, cat? Yeah. Well, it's not actually. Like these things don't have any properties of their own. They only make sense in relation to the other thing. I think it's the wrong question because if you're really going to work on binaries, there isn't just straight and curly. There's wavy. Yeah. There's coily. Yeah. There's a whole as you say, spectrum of hair. And it can't fit into these polarizations. So by saying, well, your hair's just wavy, is saying it doesn't fit into the curl world. But then again, it doesn't fit into the straight world either. Yeah. So, and this is actually a reason that I've changed my my Instagram handle to the curl pusher, Mm -hmm. is if you're going to break this down, I would say people who wear their hair straight pull their hair. Yeah. They pull it using heat. Be that with a brush, with a straightening iron, with a hairdryer. People who wear their hair curly mm-hmm. or wavy yep. don't. They push it. And so I would say it's a redundant question. Mine would be, do you pull or push your hair? Yeah, I like and that. And it's just not, well, you're just wavy. You're enhancing. Mm-hmm. So my thing would be, are you enhancing your hair or are you pulling it straight? Mm. Are you pushing it or are you pulling it? Yeah. If you're pushing it, then you've got just wavy hair, you've got just curly hair, you've got yeah. just coily hair. You're all in the same gang. Yeah. And that's all right. Yeah. I really like your use of the word enhance, actually, because I think maybe sometimes wavier hair, maybe we are trying to make it curlier. Maybe you are trying to enhance the texture mm. even more. Um, and is that a bad thing? It's You know, people get very cross sometimes about brush styling. Why are you trying to make your hair curly when it's not curly by wrapping it around a brush? It doesn't naturally dry like that. Is it a problem that you're trying to enhance no. your curl pattern? I, I read something on TikTok. Somebody said, stop trying to force it with the bowl method. As if you're doing something unnatural to your hair by trying to make it curlier. What, I don't know why that seems well, to rile people up so much. I would ask that person, what is natural? Yeah. What does your hair naturally look like? Mm, yeah, well, even diffusing it, you can argue you're you're changing how it would naturally dry, aren't you? Well, would you go up to somebody putting makeup on and go, oh, don't put makeup on, yeah. that's not what you naturally look like. Such a good point, yeah. We can always find reasons to have a go at people. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I don't know. But on the other side, okay, I've argued the point of the person who's probably getting flack yes and i don't think they should be getting flack do what you want but let's look at why somebody would be going well you've just got wavy hair yeah and i think it becomes an identity and it becomes something to really cling on to particularly for people who've had curly hair and not known what to do with it in the past and then they've suddenly got this and i think it's been a bit of a struggle for them and i think there's an element of wanting to keep it special and Mm -hmm. keep it to yourself yeah and then when you see other people jumping as they consider on the bandwagon, you want to point out, but you haven't even got that. Yeah, I see. Like, yeah. I don't want you yeah, in yeah, my yeah. world. Mm-hmm. But the more people that join the curly hair movement, the, the, the push movement, the, white, the, push, the push movement, the more people, the that, more join, people that join the push, the push. Ooh, that's good. <laughs> the more people that join it, 
the people with curly hair, the people with wavy hair over the last few years, there's been such an increase in the number of products as a result. And surely the wider we can spread this, the more people that are involved, the more companies are going to bring out products. Because a few years ago, there were far fewer products than there are now. So many people joining the movement has meant that there is so much more choice now. And also, I mean... I don't think they should be gatekeepers, but I kind of understand that people are gatekeepery, and I don't think they should be judged on that. But because if you want to keep something special and for you, it makes sense. But mm. hey, guys, be a bit more compassionate, yeah. Yeah, I do also think there might be a bit of a backlash though against it. There are companies now that are coming out specifically for wavy hair. There are lots of Instagram accounts specifically for wavy hair. Yeah, and I think now maybe that is actually becoming its own thing increasingly. As in, we're not trying to be part of the same curly hair group actually maybe we are different and we like that so that's the other angle isn't it of course there are differences but you're all flying the same flag it's still in the push camp yeah we're still pushing that's it. all that matters still yeah pushing. all it matters yeah. is that whether you push yeah don't pull push push Here do i can. sound bitter ah. no a little bit I mean, I think the ultimate question with the wavy curly hair debate is just, does it matter? Does it matter indeed? Does it matter? We can all... Well, you brought it up. Yeah. <laughs> we can all try products. We can all experiment. I mean, there's overlap. I don't know. Maybe it just doesn't matter. I don't think it matters. We all just get along. Yeah. Let's all just be kind. Yeah. What's next? Okay. Next up is our product review for this week. So we are looking at... Umberto Giannini's Curl Jelly. So I think we we really specifically picked this, didn't we? Well, we've only done premium products exactly. so far. And that's, yeah. you know... Something a little bit more... We're in a cost of living crisis. Yes. We've got to be more inclusive. And, you know, also, you can't just do premium products because are they that much better? Well, that's the thing. This is like a cult product, right? This is a cult product. I would say so. Talk to me about your history with this product. Okay. Well, if I remember correctly, I think it was the first curly hair product I bought. And why was that? Very first. I actually don't think I did a huge amount of research. I think because it was... Pink. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was coming to that. <laughs> I do like pink. I honestly think when I was going into Boots, as I'm sure I, I did to buy this, I think at that point... Other pharmacies are available. Yeah. Um, at that point, Umberto Giannini was one of the main curly hair ranges. And then you're right, it is bright pink. It literally, it stands out. It stands out on its own. And then I think I had heard that people were using gel and I was intrigued to see how much of a difference that would make. I was shocked. When I first used that, I was genuinely shocked. I took a lot of selfies that day. I mean, this is a great review. Yeah. And you haven't even started reviewing it. I know. Yeah, I can't help myself. Do you still use this product? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I think I, I try a lot of products out, but it, it's definitely one that I always have. I think it's one of my most reliable products, you know, something that I would come back to. And would you use it on its own? Um, Generally speaking, I don't actually. So I tend to put something else underneath it. So maybe a cream or I actually like their same brand, their mousse as well. So I would use the two together sometimes. Okay. Okay, so talk to me about the ingredients. It is vegan, cruelty-free, silicon-free, curly person method approved. CPM. CPM. And remind us, what does that mean, curly person method approved? Um, well, sulfate free, although it's not a shampoo, so it probably wouldn't have sulfates in it anyway, but silicon free or um, mineral oils or waxes. That's the other one, isn't it? The other criteria. Okay, let's talk about the packaging. So it's in a bright pink tube. Mm-hmm. What's sustainability yes. issues? Yes, I did do a little bit of research on that. Okay. The tube and cap are recyclable. 
it says give them a rinse and then you can recycle them so that's really good um in fact it says across their whole range all of the tubes bottles everything is recyclable and then they so it's are plastic it's plastic they are working on replacing all of their plastics with natural sugar cane and post-consumer recycled plastic i think this is all all right in terms of sustainability but uh, we've got to get off plastic haven't we really i think we said before didn't we how many times can you recycle plastic seven yeah <laughs> And yeah. also, I think that's an interesting thing, though, that they say give it a rinse because I think people yes. don't realise that. Yeah. Like, you have to separate right, okay. it because it's contaminated. Is that the case with water bottles as well? Yeah. So, you know, when you've got a water bottle and then it leaves that, you've got that little plastic ring. Yeah. Around the neck. You should try and cut that off. Wow. What's your experience of using it? I've only ever used it once. Okay. So my model had just wavy hair. <laughs> Oh, no, couldn't you find one with curly hair? No, I couldn't, actually. And, uh, but I still push it, so that's fine. This hair uh, was uh, chemically treated with colours, but I felt it was a bit too heavy for right, I see. this. Okay. I used it with a, a very light cream, yeah. and then I used the curl jelly. It gave a really good cast, mm-hmm. separated it out a little bit too much, because I had to really go in right. and really break it up. But it gave it a good hold. So I thought it was a good product. And I've got to be honest with you, in terms of premium products versus mm. high street products, I, c- I couldn't really see a lot of difference. No, I completely agree. Yeah. Um, I think you know, it's a really good product. Yeah. And I can see why it's popular. Yeah. Okay. So that brings us, what's the price point? So I think it's generally around £8. £8? Yeah. Okay. Which is about a third of most of the other products I think we've we've discussed. Oh, yeah, yeah, it um, is. And it makes it a great product as I said with myself, I think it's a great sort of entry, you know, product. You don't want to spend a huge amount of money, I think, when you're starting off. So who would use this? Because I would say if you have low porosity hair, I, wavy hair, I probably wouldn't yeah, advise okay. using it. Yeah. I mean, then again, I've got to say that the model that I did it on, yeah. it's actually her product. So she uses it all the time. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So obviously she likes it. Yeah. Or likes the price, which is not, yeah. you know. And the smell, I think it smells nice too. Does it smell nice? Yeah, I, I think remember. so. I'm going to have a smell. Hang on, do a good bit of ASMR, but do that right near the thing. Not that, the cap. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Ooh, nice. It's nice, uh, isn't it? It's a nice smell. Right. And it's actually pink itself as well, which is fun. What, the jelly itself? The actual jelly is, is pink. Is that fun? Yeah, I think that's fun. Really Put sticky now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, so Dylan's rubbing it on his head. It feels nice. So I popped a thing on Instagram asking people about their own experiences using it because I feel like it's such a widely used oh, product yeah, that's good that point. it would be really, really interesting to see what people had to say about it. And a lot of people had a lot of things to say. Weirdly, I got quite a big response to your post as well. Did you? Yeah, yeah it's yeah. interesting, isn't it? There was quite a wide variety as well. I thought it was going to be more on the popular side, but actually quite a few people... Well, let's read some out. Okay, well, I got one from Kay who says, this is the one product I could not, not in capitals, all three letters, live without. Wow. It's been game-changing since I started using it over probably 10 years ago. I find it is still number one and makes my curls look amazing. Honestly, couldn't live without it. There we go. So amazing. I think she likes it. Yeah, I've got Love It, one of the best gels I've used for my curls from Faye. Oh my God, I love it. I use it almost every wash day from Georgia and then for contrast literally doesn't do anything for me except weighs my hair down and makes it feel icky 
I would guess that she's probably got quite low prostate hair. Now, actually, interestingly, had someone else say that they started using it, but then have since found better gels. So again, it's that kind of entry level product where like they've tried that out and then maybe they've gone away and as you say, bought a slightly more premium product, which maybe they prefer. I got one from my client, Kyla, who just put too crispy. <laughs> <laughs> to the point, it is quite crispy. Okay, so the big one. How many out of 10? Oh man, we're here again. And I want to go like eight. Eight out of 10? Yeah, Okay. I'm afraid so. We're going to have to pick a product I don't like one day. Okay, which products don't you like? I don't know. I'll find one. So you like all products? <laughs> Maybe you shouldn't be doing this. Not that fussy. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to give it six. Okay. And I know that's quite low, but I've only used it once and it was all right. I mean, I think the price point's good. Packaging, I don't like it really. But actually, to be fair on the packaging, it might be because of everything that's come after it that's so pink. That is very true. Yeah, I'm going to give it six because I, th- I thought it was serviceable. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Okay, so that gives it an average of 7 out of 10. Yeah, that's not bad. Which is not bad for not an £8 product. So if you want yeah. to go try it. Yeah, exactly. Um, as I say, yeah, if you've got medium to higher prosy hair, I'd try it. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Okay, cool. Okay, Lauren, what's next? So next up, it's no longer listeners' questions. It is... First time listener, long time caller. <laughs> So I appreciate Dylan, you have Because <laughs> usually people say, Hi, long time listener, first time caller. Jokes are always great when you explain them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> always explain. Always explain. So Dylan, I'm aware that you haven't actually seen this question yet. Do you want me to read it off air to you first? And no, I like to come in fresh. Fre- yeah, cool. So this question is from Danny, who I think is in Frankfurt. Danny says, I wash my hair every second day because my scalp just doesn't look the same anymore. My hair looks fine. However, my roots don't seem to have the same power on the second day. It doesn't look oily, but the top of my head just looks flat and dry shampoo is not working for me. Do you have any advice? So I think we're, we're flat roots, basically. I think we need to break this question down. Okay. Right. Let's have the first bit again. Oh. Just the first, Hang on. first clause. I wash my hair every second day because my hair doesn't look the same anymore. Okay. My hair looks fine, but my roots don't seem to have the same power. I like the word power. What I think Danny's saying is that on the second day, she's lost the volume and the roots have gone flat and she feels like she needs to keep washing it in order to put that volume back in. Okay. It's interesting that she says it's not oily, Mm. but dry shampoo is not cutting it. Because what would dry shampoo be doing if not collecting oil? I think people put dry shampoo in for volume as well. Have you got any photos of her? No. Okay, because I would like to know, do you put in a parting? Interesting. My guess would be yes, she does. That's going to make the hair less voluminous. Maybe she's using a lot of products that have lots of moisturising elements, like a moisture shampoo conditioner or a co-wash, creams, that kind of thing. And then maybe she might want to clarify her hair occasionally if she isn't doing that already. All right. If you think your hair's going to so flat... Number one, don't put in a party. Yeah. That's like eight times out of 10. If people tell me they can't get enough volume, they're putting in a party. Okay. Try and avoid that. Mm -hmm. Two, obviously don't use heavy products. Yeah. Use lighter products. If you're using creams, maybe switch to a mousse. If you are going to use a gel, use a light gel, a liquid gel. And also, because you don't have to stick to curl specific products. So, for example, I've been using a lot of the Aveda um, volumizing tonic. 
and just spraying it oh, at yeah. the roots. Oh, I have that. Yeah, yeah. Mm. and spraying it at the roots. Okay, yeah, Because yeah, yeah. just, you can use other products. Yeah. So maybe try that. Yeah. I mean, I think something that I found really helpful is using the pineapple method overnight. Oh, yeah. The following can day. Can you explain what the pineapple the, method is? So a pineapple is when you flip your hair forwards and then put your hair into quite a high ponytail, so right sort of at the front towards your forehead, ideally using a silk or satin scrunchie so you're not damaging your hair. But then, yeah, keeping your hair in that really forwards ponytail overnight and then letting it down in the morning and I find that the act of just having all your hair up and forwards overnight means that the second day or third day you actually almost got more volume than the day you put it into the pineapple I think that's a good tip and clarifying too oh always clarify if you are using heavier products particularly yeah 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 would you clarify every shampoo no I mean because the thing is if you shampoo in every other day yeah that's not the end of the world. I mean, the only thing I think is it depends how so intense. Like three times a week. I know, but it depends how intense your routine is. I mean, routines can take a long time. If that you're taking an hour and a half every time, that's a lot. So you don't want to be, you know, diffusing for 45 minutes and, you know, going through all of that every other day. Thanks, Danny, Thank in you. Frankfurt. I like Frankfurt. Well, I've never been. No, me neither. Oh. <laughs> I just like Germany. Okay, what's next? Okay, so now it is time for stuff. <laughs> stuff. <laughs> Dylan, what's your stuff this week? No, no, you go first. Oh. Lauren, this... what's your stuff? <laughs> <laughs> I just find that funny. Um, my stuff this week is spaghetti. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I like spaghetti. Okay, talk to me yeah. about spaghetti. Um, I like spaghetti. Could you eat it for every meal? Every meal. I reckon I could eat it for lunch and dinner every day. Why do you particularly like spaghetti? Like, say, um, over linguine or tagliatelle? Or... Yeah, I don't know. It's just more fun. What makes it more fun? I don't know. <laughs> because it's more difficult to eat. I think that's what it is. And would therefore... you ever eat spaghetti on a date? Like, if you went um... on the first date and you went to an Italian place, would you order spaghetti? Okay, you might have got me there. No, maybe not. I'd probably eat something you could get on the end of a fork. My mum always cuts her spaghetti up. Does she? Yeah. I tell you, I found out a fun fact about spaghetti, actually. I'm glad you've brought it now. I'd have probably um, opened with this. <laughs> yes. Spaghetti used to be longer. Um, what do you mean longer? Well, apparently now the average length of spaghetti is about, I think, I think it was 25 to 30 centimetres. It used to be 50. 50 centimetres. That's big. Imagine 50 centimetres of spaghetti. Well, it depends on what it is. Spaghetti. <laughs> No, I mean, but when you went, that's big. It was like coiled up on a plate. That's a long piece of spaghetti. And what do you think the optimum length for spaghetti is? Because if you get like, because you know you can get Heinz spaghetti. Yes. In a tin. Yeah, short. But then no, but there's even shorter stuff, isn't there? That's like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That long, like an inch. Would you have it with sauce? I I mean, yeah, sometimes. I like okay. it with sauce. Pesto, sauce. Are they pre-made like, ones or ones you yeah. make yourself? Oh, no, pre-made. Would you make not a great sauce? cook, no. Are you not? No. Well, I can tell if you yeah. eat spaghetti every day. <laughs> I, can, I can cook spaghetti. I can cook spaghetti. Okay. Yeah. Truffle oil. Mm. Love truffle oil. And then, of course, you, you can get the spaghetti measurers that are really fun as well. Have you got one of those? What with the different mean? size holes in it for the different numbers of people. That's really fun. I don't really understand. It's a piece of wood. And then it's got different size holes. Is that true? Yeah, it's great. Uh, so it's got like one person spaghetti, two person, two people, three people, four people, and it's slightly larger holes each time. <laughs> and then you put that amount of spaghetti in and cook it, and it's right for that amount of people. It's pretty Nifty. good. Who decides that? Yeah, I did wonder that. I don't know the spaghetti police. 
Okay, <laughs> there's such thing. Okay, yeah. well, I'm probably going to try some spaghetti soon. Do you dangle it? <laughs> yeah. I really like to do Lady in the Tramp with somebody when I'm eating spaghetti. I don't know what that means. What? <laughs> I don't know what that means. Lady in the Tramp, where yeah. they're eating the same piece of spaghetti, but they don't realise they are. Ah, okay. And then they come and they sort of kiss the dogs. Ah. <laughs> you kiss a dog? <laughs> <laughs> Can I borrow your dog <laughs> to eat spaghetti with? <laughs> so, so, but but you don't yeah. eat spaghetti on a date, but then you end up kissing the person. Only if the other person is also up for eating spaghetti. All oh, right, yeah, yeah. Okay. then it's fine. Um, then, then it's fine. I get it. Yeah. Okay. Well, spaghetti it is. Yeah. Dylan, what's your stuff this week? So my stuff is not so much stuff; mm-hmm. it's more a person. Oh, okay. Well, it's who kind of a person. Stuff? All right. <laughs> who is my stuff? It's Snakey Sue. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) That's the best reaction I've ever heard. Tell me about Snakey Sue. Okay, so Snakey Sue is a person stroke business. Yeah. And she's in Harwich, which is in Essex. So Snakey Sue is a lady called Sue who has loads of snakes. It was for my daughter's birthday. Yeah. And she has corn snakes, boa constrictors. Did you eat spaghetti with them? No, but that's what made me think of her because I was thinking spaghetti. What's like spaghetti? Oh, I see. What's Sue's story? Why so many snakes? Apparently she used to be a belly dancer. I don't know if that's ah, true. Ah, interesting. Um, so I think she had a snake then. Yeah. But now she just rescues snakes. So people right. have these snakes yeah. and then they... Because snakes live for like up to 30 years. Right. So it's a serious investment of time. Mm-hmm. And uh, and a lot of people get them and then the circumstances change. And she, she has all these snakes and it was so much fun. Snakey Sue. Has Sue ever had a snake-related... Um, Accident? Incident? This is probably not good PR for her, is it? I wish I hadn't asked that now. It's true because, and she says, she said she has been bitten a couple of times, which is a surprise because she's had these snakes for years. And, uh, but what was interesting was we had this snake called Truffle, who was a black king snake. Okay. And do you know why things are called, some snakes are called king snakes? No. Have a guess. Um, They eat other snakes. That's exactly the right answer. So we had the corn snakes. Yeah. And then afterwards we had to disinfect our hands before we held the king snake. Oh, wow. Because it would have smelled (gasps) the corn snakes. That's interesting. And savaged us. Wow. Should you not hold the king snake first? I don't know. That wasn't an option. (laughs) Okay. Sorry, sorry, just... I mean, it makes sense, but but we were working our way around the snake house. Right. That sounds fun. Snakes and spaghetti. That's a good name for a podcast. Yes, isn't it? (laughs) Well, I honestly believe that might be it for today. Lauren, it's great to be back, huh? It's great to be back. Well, thank you so much for hosting and allowing me to be your co-host on... What do you mean you don't brush it? If you enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to like and subscribe, tell friends, tell strangers... Please leave us a review as well, because that actually really does make a difference and would mean the world to me and Lauren, because we're dead insecure. (laughs) And remember, you can get us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and certain selected branches of Card Factory. And join us next week when Lauren will be reading out her old MySpace profile.